0: Hi and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. It's your host, Michael Tipper. Who else would it be? So today I'm continuing my progress in tracking my time and learning from what I do compared to what I said I was going to do and seeing what that highlights for me and then how I'm going to deal with some of those. So what's happened today? Well, got up on time, did my morning routine, um, got my first... um, activities done. Then I suddenly remembered there was a webinar that I really wanted to go to. So um, I attended this webinar on a whim. I say on a whim. I sort of knew it was happening but I'd forgotten about it and hadn't really taken it into account. I suddenly realised actually I really want to go to that webinar. So I basically had an hour's chunk taken out of my morning. I say taken out of my morning. I chose to take it out of my morning from what I'd planned to do. So I didn't plan for it and um, what I did with the tasks I did beforehand as well I sort of poked a stick at them and so what happened was I I got really focused and went on to this uh, webinar and contributed to it, got a whole lot of value from it and I'm going to talk about what came up in the webinar very shortly because it is very relevant which is partly why I wanted to go along to it. But what's come out is that I think I am confusing and I've seen this a lot in other people I work with but it's always interesting when it happens to me is I'm confusing activity with outcome. So today i planned to be quite busy. I'd planned to do stuff at certain slots during my day and I'd even taken the time to print off my daily plan and actually allocate what I'd be doing in the various slots. So my activity was very much scheduled and then some activity came in during the morning that I didn't account for but I decided I would do that anyway. Um, so... There's a, whole, there's a whole lot of issues that come out of this. Should I have really stuck to my original plan and, and just not done the webinar? Um, or should I have just accepted the fact that the webinar seems to be more important for me? not quite sure there, but what is clear to me is that by just focusing on activity and not working out what am I going to have achieved, what am I going to have done by today, I've let the day run away with me again. I say let the day run away with me again. What I've done is I have... uh, This afternoon I had a three and a half hour intense meeting with a colleague I'm supporting with in helping them develop their business and we're looking at a collaboration. And it was an intense meeting. We got a lot done and it was very, very focused. And that was a meeting that um, I'd agreed to have with um, him. And it's interesting that I showed my commitment. I showed up when it was for someone else. But when I'm setting the appointments for myself... I'm not turning up for myself, which is really, really interesting. And so it's something I talk about when I'm running my productivity workshops and seminars. I mention that, is that if I checked most people's schedules, it's likely, maybe if you reflect on your schedule, it might be that everything in your calendar, in your diary, whatever you like to call it, is an appointment with someone else. And it's likely that you'll keep those appointments with those someone else's but should we perhaps be keep scheduling appointments with ourselves to achieve something? The answer, of course, I think is yes. Uh, at the moment, I'm setting appointments with myself to do something. And what's happening is I'm letting other to-do things slip in and get in the way. So that's what I've, uh, has occurred to me and I've realised as the day is going on. But let me just talk about this webinar. Today. Again, it was my good friend Gavin Ingham who I, I referred to some of the stuff he talked about last week. Um, and it was called Max Your Mojo, How to Build Motivation, Momentum and Mental Toughness. Now he's focusing at the moment on helping people get things done through 90 day goals and I'm part of his group. I've, um, we're friends anyway but I'm working alongside him. I'm, I've joined his group to focus on my 90 day goals. I think I mentioned that last week. So he's very much focused on helping people get to those 90 day goals overcome the barriers deal with procrastination and there's a big overlap between the work I do and the work he does although he's much more of a motivational um, coach uh, than I am I, I'm more in the productivity realm so but there's a big overlap and we've got very very similar values and interests so I know I would learn a lot from him so let's talk about mojo um, how do you define mojo well he talks about well let's not talk about motivation as such because actually goes more than that now he is one of the UK's leading motivational speakers and he talked about how he'll mention to people what he does at dinner parties and outings when he meets people and he gets one or two reactions either someone says okay motivate me then or they'll say oh how can I get motivated and he said actually motivation might be the, the, the wrong word and he thinks mojo is a much more powerful word so If you think about mojo, what does it mean to you? Well, to me it means this. It's about passion, it's about energy, it's about enthusiasm, it's about drive. Now you could link motivation into that. But what Gavin interestingly did, he said actually mojo's got three components. So it is about passion, energy, enthusiasm and drive. But that's probably as a result of having mojo. And so he said there are three keys. The first one is motivation. And motivation is about knowing what you want and why you want it. Having a really powerful why is very important, not only in your long-term goals or 90-day goals as we're focusing on, but also in what's going to happen today. And when I reflect on how I've let today get away from me and how I've let the last few days get away from me, I think I've been very unclear on knowing why. I've had some sort of idea of what I want, although what I want to do rather than what I want to achieve, but I haven't really um, focused on the why of that. So that's the first thing, the first key. The second thing is momentum. And this is about knowing what to do. It's about actually getting in there and doing it, okay? And you ask yourself the question, what do I need to do? And once you get in and start doing it, then you've got momentum. With momentum, gets motivation. With motivation, you get momentum. And then finally, There's the mental toughness. This is the third key. So you've got motivation, you've got momentum, you've got mental toughness. And I think this is where I've fallen short today. I say fallen short, I've fallen short in a couple of these areas, but more, this is where I've, I've really fallen short. It's about having mental toughness. Now, Gavin defines mental toughness as doing what needs to be done when it needs to be done, regardless of what's going on. And this is about discipline. This is about making it a habit this is about being consistent and we talked about people working really really hard on their training so that when they turn up for the big event it's relatively easy and we came up with we talked about the phrase train hard fight easy which is something that the parts of the UK military use I think someone said it was quoted in one of the Rocky films but that mental toughness is really quite important and Gavin says there are two parts of that one what you need to measure in order to be able to track it so you can be a habit and how you're going to hold yourself accountable to that. And it's all about that consistency of doing that. And it's like, well, I know this, I talk about this, but at the moment I'm not living it. And my problem is I'm not living it. So this concept of mental toughness, for me, I explored a little bit deeper. I mentioned it on the webinar when Gavin was uh, taking questions. And I think there's something that comes before mental toughness. And that is mental strength. So you build up to a level of toughness by getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And mental strength is about taking that first step. So to give you an example uh, that I use today, I take cold showers every day. When I first started doing it, I, the concept of a cold shower just freaked me out. But I read and about it and I came across Wim Hof. I looked at what he was doing and the, it made logical sense to me what he was doing. But I still didn't do it until I saw him break it down, so they said, well, you just start with putting your foot under the cold water. That's it. Then the following day, you maybe put the other foot. And the following day, you might put the lower half of your shin. Um, and then the following day, maybe up to your knee. And then you might do both legs. And then you might sort of do a bit on your thigh, then maybe on the back of your thigh. And then slowly, you might put a deeper shoulder in. And slowly, you build up and you get more and more accustomed to it. And then once you're able to go under it completely, then start increasing the time. So I'm now at about anywhere between one and two minutes staying under the cold water once it gets going. And I'm actually enjoying the process. But I've got resilient and strong enough, and I've developed a degree of toughness to be able to do that every single day. It's still cold. There's still, brr, but I, I've now learned to embrace it, and I've become tougher mentally to deal with that. And so, But I've built that up over time. I couldn't walk into a cold shower full-on for two minutes straight away like I... Well, I don't do it now because I actually have a warm shower first and then I ease off and so the cold water comes. I haven't quite got to that level yet. That's another evolution of my mental strength into mental toughness. But I can still turn the cold from hot to cold and just let it pour over me and I can do that. I've built up to that. And that's sort of what I'm doing now is... In my productivity improvement operating system, there are a number of phases. The first one is getting clear direction. The second one is marginal gains. The third one is having a growth mindset. The fourth one is having uh, developing awareness of what's going on. The fifth one is continuous improvement. And what I'm doing here is I'm very clear where I want to go in terms of my goals. I've set my goals. Um, I'm taking small changes, little changes. So at the moment I'm working on identifying what the issues are around how I use my time. Uh, I've got a growth mindset because I'm learning from these things. I'm, my awareness is I'm tracking my time every single day, and I'm reflecting what I do versus what I set out to do, and I'm continuously improving. It's the whole process is there, and that, that and I'm sharing that because I want you to recognise at the moment if you're listening to this for the first time, you think, "Oh God, he's moaning a little bit about this." Just get on and do it. I wish it were that easy. I really do wish it were that easy, um, and it possibly is for some people. But I'm sharing with you. My journey, my challenges, my reluctance, my resistance, and I'm trying to find out what and get to the bottom of what's really stopping me. What is it? And this time tracking is a really good indicator of when. Because uh, I can't, I can't, I, I can't, um, I can't hide away from the fact that today I just didn't do stuff when I should have done stuff, and the 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 the, the data points it out. Now, I I did do stuff when it had to be with someone else. There's a lesson there. But it's given me a lot of reference points by which I think, okay. Certainly, there's some elements of skill and technique that I am not using that I could use to better this. But fundamentally, deeper down, there's probably some other issues around about beliefs and values and maybe self-esteem and maybe self-image and self-worth. There's some things down there. And I think that uh, is probably where the solution to some of this lies in fact I was talking to someone only two days ago Um, we had a conversation about it and he's a coach and he works very much on what the subconscious does to us Um, my stuff is very much more about the conscious activities and it was interesting and fascinating talking to him and asking loads of questions because I could start to say "Mm, I possibly need to (laughs) get hold of your help uh, to deal with some of the stuff that isn't obvious to me So another interesting day, another day of growth, another day of marginal gains, although I think there's a few setbacks as well, another day of lessons, another day of learns, another day of realizations, and I'm peeling back the onion, I may have used that phrase a few times in the past, I'm peeling back the onion to get to the bottom of what's going on so that I can fix it and then move on and achieve what I want to do in a more efficient, more effective, more fun way, and then maybe stop moaning about it. So thank you very much indeed for sharing your time with me over this episode and I look forward to sharing what what happens tomorrow in tomorrow's episode. Until then.